9 p.m. on the DOT. This is Fresh 105.9 FM. Welcome back to the road show with Rolake. And between 9 and 10 p.m., it's the hot topic where we discuss real life situations affecting real people. At the start of the week, we started a conversation about female genital mutilation. And on Monday, we looked at the definition, the different types and causes and effects of FGM as a practice in Nigeria and around around the world. On Tuesday, we continued the conversation about female genital mutilation. And I was joined on that day by Pastor Ogumbo Wale. And I promised you on Tuesday that he was going to be back with me on Thursday so we could have a well-rounded conversation also with an Islamic cleric. So he's a pastor, obviously a Christian. And now tonight, we're going to also be joined by a Muslim on the show in the name of Alajia Olosho. And she'll be talking to us about what Islam says about female genital mutilation. While we have Pastor Gumbawali here in the building as well to tell us what Christianity says about it. We started the conversation on Tuesday. If you missed out, th- thank God you're tuned in tonight. So you're going to get a recap of everything we discussed and more. I want to welcome my guest on the show this evening. Good evening, Pastor Gumbawali. Welcome on board. Thank you, Relike, for having me once again. It's a pleasure. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure to have you. You're now officially part of Fresh FM family. Oh, I've right. seen you twice in a week. All right. So that means you're in our family. I'll, I'll drop my account number. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't know about that part. But it's all good. It's 9.02. And for the benefit of those that just tuned in, we are discussing female genital mutilation, which, according to the WHO, is the partial or complete removal of parts of the external female genitalia for non medical reasons and there are four types according to the who type one involves the removal or partial removal of the clitoris part two includes part one plus the removal of the outer lips in part three parts one and two are included plus the removal of the external lips the in the external lips as well and in some cases in type three they go ahead to stitch up the woman completely leaving a tiny hole for urination and menstruation and that's where the problems begin now there are so many things that can happen when fgm is practiced and we also spoke about culture so i'm going to start with that tonight with pastor gumba wale on Monday when I started this conversation on the radio, I was telling people how back in the day in Calabar, we had people killing twins. In Yoruba land, in parts of the north, parts of the south, south, and southeast, we used to get tribal marks. So even in the 90s, you see it, you'd have still seen a lot of people with tribal marks, kids that were born in the 80s. But kids that have been born in the 2000s, not so many people, even those in rural areas, are not tribaling up their kids anymore. So that's clearly one example or two examples of culture that's faded out. FGM, the practice, is another one of those cultures that we're trying to encourage people to fade out because it has no medical benefits and it causes some health complications for the women that have this done on them as well. You find that it cuts across both religions, Christianity, Islam. Some people would say it's culture, it's tradition. Some people would say the Bible said we should circumcise our children. So that is part of why you are here today. To let those that think, it's in the Bible now. They said all children must be circumcised. What would you say to those people? Is it written anywhere in the Bible? Well, um, thanks for having me once again. And uh, let's quickly say this. 
The word circumcised and its derivatives appears about 53, 54 times in the whole Bible. Um, take the Gospels, the, um, the Torah. The Torah mm. refers to the five books of Moses. Okay, that's Genesis, what the Jews Exodus. use. Exactly. And that's, you took that right from my mouth. I was about to talk about <laughs> the Jews. Okay. Now, the, the, the focal race mentioned in the whole Bible from Genesis to Revelation are the Jews, the descendants of Abraham. Mm. Okay. And they focus majorly on the five Abrahamic books. Okay. Okay. Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. Now, in these particular books, we see for the very first time the word circumcised used in Genesis chapter 17. That's a signature scripture for folks who go about saying that female circumcision was mentioned in the Bible. That's a big no. Capital N O in red, bold, (laughs) underlined. Okay. So it was never and it is never mentioned in the Bible. The word circumcised and the derivatives that were used were used to explain why you need to keep your male child, I mean health, LD, and um, for two different places in that Genesis chapter 17, about four different verses mentioned that you need to circumcise your male child. Quite specific. I mean, male. not just any child. Your you male circumcise child. Your male child. And for those who still want to be doubting Thomases, they went ahead to say, okay, this is what you do in that circumcision process. You remove the foreskin. No lady has a foreskin. No, no lady okay? has a foreskin. So that, that is quite specific enough for anyone who will want to talk about circumcision because that's the word you used in the Bible. I mean, there's not like female mm. genital mutilation. It's circumcision. circumcision okay. Now, aside um, bodily circumcision, I mean, the other circumcision that you will ever get to see in the Bible is circumcision of the has and that's a spiritual thing not a physical thing of course and i'm not i'm not preaching here so i'm not, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not about to talk about that okay but then like i said earlier um the word circumcised and its derivatives appears about 50 times and the only place where it ever talks about the physical circumcision they were specific enough to let us know that see this is for the male child and not only that what you do is that you remove the, the foreskin quite straightforward Nicely said. Thank you very much for that clarification. You can go to your Bible right now and check it out yourself. And those that use e-Bible, if you're one of those smartphone Bible people, it's even easier. You can just search it out and check for yourself. So that answers the question about Christianity and what Christianity says about circumcision. Now, in this conversation, nine out of ten times when I'm talking to people outside, I get to reactions. Some people say, yes, I know about it, and it's practiced where I'm from. And some other people would say, uh-uh, they used to do that back in the days. So from your experience in your journey talking about FGM and from what you know, what would you tell my people listening to the show tonight? In your opinion, is it still widely practiced? Or, like some people think, is it a thing of the past? Is it something that we need to be talking about? Is something we shouldn't be worrying about? Let's pick it from this angle. You mentioned tribal marks yes. when we started this program. Do we still see people with tribal marks around? Only older people, not many young people. Good. But then we still see people yes, around we do. with it. Now, it's the same thing for anything that is attached to our culture. Anything cultural is always so hard. Someone said, how do you teach an old dog? New, new tricks. tricks. Okay. So people are so used to this. I mean, someone comes up and says, hey, my great grandma did this and they might not even know the reason why. They're just like someone who came up and said, um, when you want to fry your fish, you know, you cut it in three pieces and you fry. Mm. And, and the young girl was like, mom, why, why do we have to cut the fish? Why can't we just fry? He said, no, my mother used to fry it like that. And they had to go to grandma and say, grandma, why are you doing this? He said, well, my own mother too. Ah, ah. 
what exactly is going on here? Say, okay, well, great, great grandma is dead, but I know someone who knows great grandma. And she went ahead and asked the question. Hello, why does great grandma have to always cut the fish before she finds? Say, ah, you know, then there was no big frying pan. <laughs> All the frying pans have always been small, so we have to cut, cut the, the fish, fish before we fry. Hello, that was that's just how reason. it started. So, so when, when when things become cultural, most times people don't even bother to ask questions. They just say, hey, that's Let's keep doing it the way they've always been doing it so that we keep getting the same answer. But then the truth is this female genital mutilation has no health benefits. No, none whatsoever. In fact, on the flip side, the baby or the child or the girl child when she grows up stands a chance of having issues when she's about to give, give birth. birth. Yes, it causes complications fact, Some even before they get old at a young age start having issues urinating. Indeed. Menstrual flow problems exactly. as well. Exactly. I mean, and, and these young ladies start having issues. The boyfriend or the fiancé does not even know what exactly is, is wrong going with on. this girl. I mean, whereas it was just something that was performed when she was just a few days old. Mm. So mm. we need to let people know that, see, one, just leave religion out of it. Your Bible never teaches that. And I can assure you, Quran never teaches that. Okay? So when it comes to culture, um, people called um, the, the uh, incision makers, circumcisers, uh, I think they call them Olola. Uh, it depends you know? on where in your exactly. land you are from. In Hausa land is the Wanzamis. Those uh-huh. are the local barbers that actually do it. Mm. Uh-huh. So when you when you begin to ask these people questions, they will tell you they have to eat too anyway. So yes. they, will, they will always come out and support their business any day, any time. But then now we know I mean, in case people have not known before, now we know that this has no health benefits. I shared an example on Tuesday when I was on here about a pastor, yes. elderly pastor who circumcised the daughter. And now the daughter got married, got pregnant, and was about to give birth, and there was protracted labor. And we were asking questions. Why you, you know, on? the normal thing is when you are in the pastor's food, the normal thing is you get a text message, please join us in prayer. Our Your daughter is in the labor room, and then everybody starts praying. Lord, make her give birth. Whatever receive grace and all that, and but then I, I felt like asking extra question. I think that was even after she gave birth, and I was asking the mom, ah, so what exactly happened? What happened? I said, ah, you know, she was circumcised. I said, hello, can you come again? Did she, she was circumcised? Now I didn't ask in terms of circumcision. I just wanted to know no, what could have the problem. gone wrong, and the mom could directly point to the fact that you know she was circumcised. I was like, wow. I mean, we need to stop this, this practice. Mess. Very important. I want to give you some examples as well. I remember being told about a case of a couple from the northern part of the country who had been married for five years mm. and then went to the hospital because the wife could not conceive. Husband and wife worried what's going on. We're doing what we're supposed to do. Why is this woman not getting pregnant? Mm. Only for the doctor to examine the woman and realize that they weren't doing what they were supposed to do. In fact, they were doing it where they weren't supposed to Whoa. do it at all. Why is that? Because the lady had been completely stitched up Can when she was circumcised. And obviously the husband, not knowing how it's supposed to look, mm. assumed that the wrong hole was actually Can the right hole. So it's because the of the, pain the lady, the lady would have gone through. through. Mm. So the doctor had to do the infibulation to open Can her back imagine? up before they could have <laughs> a healthy you know, relationship as husband and wife. I knew of another case of a teenager whose stomach started to swell and the parents assumed she was pregnant. They start to beat the child and in that anger, bring her to the hospital to get tested. Only for them to find out that it was her menstruation. It had been backing up. up. Yes, it had been storing up because of the the kind of circumcision that was done to her, the kind of mutilation. And there was no space for all that menstrual flow to actually come out of that young girl's body. Meanwhile, they had beaten her at home already. 
for getting pregnant. Who did the circumcision? The parents themselves. Sometimes, I guess our parents, grandparents might think they're doing the right thing, mm. but don't realize that that right thing is like giving somebody medicine before they are sick. I want us to talk a bit about some of the reasons why this is done. The state promiscuity. Exactly. From a religious point of view, what advice would you give to teenagers, to young 20-somethings that are worried about promiscuity or to their parents that are worried that their younger kids growing up are going to be promiscuous if they, if they do not circumcise their daughters? You know, like a research was carried out, uh, I think about a year or two ago, and it was carried out among commercial sex workers they discovered that a good number were actually even <laughs> mutilated. Mm, so mm. the fact that you mutilate your child, you circumcise her, does not in any way that someone will, that will be randy will, will be, be randy. randy. That's it's a, a mindset fact. thing. Exactly. So that you chose to mutilate her does not mean she would not go that way. I mean, this is part of home training that you should, I mean, trying to say, you know, you, you mutilate her so she will not enjoy the thing. I mean, because that's another reason. Yes, yes, People say yes. They don't want the woman to be enjoying. Hello, you are denying the lady her personal rights. This I, I think it should be part of the fundamental human rights. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's it. So why should it always be one-sided anyway? I mean, I, I, and of course, I, I know a couple of women that will be listening right now that have never, ever in their life enjoyed it. And they'll be wondering, well, that, that's Maybe that's choice. how it's supposed to be. They might and not even wrong. realize that it's because of what was done to Exactly. Them. Because yes. when you remove some of these parts, I mean, where does the feeling come from any longer? Giving them some scientific facts here. They say Good. that the woman's clitoris has 8,000 nerve endings. 8,000. 8,000. Whereas the man's penis has 4,000. Huh. So by cutting it off, by mutilating it, inevitably you've cut of what the woman should be using to get those feelings. And like I said in the definition, according to the WHO, there is no medical reason. At all. You've heard from my pastor in the building tonight as well. It is not in the Bible. So whoever it is that might have made you believe that religion supports it, let me tell you categorically that the Christian religion says circumcision, yes, but for the male child. child. The removal of the foreskin. Female children do not have foreskins. I want us to take a break right now to give an opportunity to Alajia Olosho. That's the in-house Muslim that's going to be telling us Islam's view on female genital mutilation and her personal views on it as well. So we're going to put a call through to her. She's the vice president of Form 1 or your state chapter. Alajia Olosho is who's going to be talking to us today about Islam and um, Islam and female genital mutilation. Hello, ma. Good evening. Good evening. Yes, ma. Welcome to Fresh 105.9 FM. I have Alajia Olosho on the building with me. Good evening, ma, and welcome on the show. Good evening. How are you? Fine, thank you. So, tonight we are talking about female genital mutilation. I have a pastor in the building with me, and he has explained to the audience what Christianity says about it and his personal views about the practice. So, I want you to enlighten us a little bit about your views on female genital mutilation and what Islam says about it. Yes, uh, thank you so much. Yes, ma'am. Uh, in Islam, it is, it is the male uh, genital mutilation that is that the Quran, the Hadith, and the Quran says specifically. Okay. Uh, and that that female mutilation. Uh, genital mutilation. Genital mutilation. It 
it, it's not Islamic stated. Okay. But the kind of Islam is that anything, anything whatsoever, yes, ma'am, that causes health hazards mm. to any human being is objected to bluntly by Islam. Okay. In fact, someone as an as an organization have gone far hmm. to enlighten people that they should stop the female mutilation. Uh, genital mutilation. Genital mutilation. In fact, we have gone as far as to reach all the imams okay. that during their sermon on Friday, they should preach against it. Okay. Because of the health hazard it's causing these days. Hmm. Especially during childbirth. Indeed, indeed. We, we, we realize that there are a lot of uh, the, 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 the number of maternal mortality. Maternal mortality is increasing. Hmm. You know, from one has a has enough family. Yes. And from our experience, the number of uh, children that have been admitted are increasing. Hmm. Mostly is that the result of that, hmm. and that is why someone went out to all the moms that they should start preaching against it. Hmm. In fact, we have make it a point for 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 marriage counselling. Okay, and we even tell all our fathers and moms that during child living ceremony, yes, they should also stretch it. Hmm. Very nice. Because usually we, we realize that. It's usually after the eighth day. That they do this, indeed. That they do it. So we use the many ceremony period as mm. a, a, a vital chance to educate them against mm. it. Mm. So, as far as Islam is concerned, anything that you cause that hazard to any living being, Islam is against it. Seriously and bluntly against it. Okay. No shortcut to that. Fantastically said. So now, for those that would say that it is found written somewhere in the Quran, is that true, or is it in, is it found in some hadiths and not actually in the Quran? Beg your pardon. I said some people would say that they can talk to you about female genital mutilation because they can find words about it in the Quran. So I'm asking tonight. Um, can we find anything men, about yes. it? Okay, for men, but not for women. For men, yes. In okay. their distance, whatever. Okay. But not for women. But for females, yes, ma'am. There, there is no specific instruction as that. that. Okay. Islam against anything whatsoever, whatever it is, whether it is cultural or anything, mm, mm. that causes health hazards to any human being. Any any creature. Yes. Anything uh, that will not give you peace. Islam is against anything it. Anything that makes you uncomfortable. Mm. Islam is against it. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Alaji Olosho, the VP of Form 1 or your state chapter. Thank you for shedding light on Islam's take on FGM today and on the work that, you know, Muslim women have been doing to educate people about the ills of FGM. And I say thank you once again for joining me on Fresh 105.9 FM. You have less than one minute. 
Yes, thank you so much. I had Alaji Olosha on the building. Pastor Gubawale is laughing because he heard you have less than one minute. I mean, we're Nigerian. These things happen. But yes, I hope that clarifies it for Muslims listening on the show today. We have it on authority of the VP of Form 1 Ayo State Chapter that specifically circumcision, similar to like in Christianity, when it's mentioned in the Quran, is specifically obligatory for the male child but for the female child no and then she went on to explain to us that islam is completely and totally against anything that will cause harm to the human body and that includes female genital mutilation so islam is against anything that will cause harm to the human body i know for a fact that some people will bring different hadiths from different scholars that suggest that you should practice FGM. But are we following hadiths or are we following what the word of God says? And if in the Quran it says circumcise your male child, like it says in the Bible, who are we to be arguing? With the scriptures. If the religion is saying, we're not forcing you to do it though. In fact, we only said do it to your male child. For your female child is causing problems. Why would you insist that you have to? You have to. Do what is not, nobody's forcing you to do. And it's against the law as well. Let me add that. Religious law frowns on it. The laws of the land frown on it as well. And even if for anything else, you are causing harm to another human being. So you should want to abstain from that kind of practice. I want to speak to Pastor Gumbawale about a thing or two. You heard what Form 1 said about um, the VP of Form 1 when she said that they've gone around talking to imams and telling imams to sensitize their audiences during naming ceremonies and during sermons. What do you think about... Now, this is still about religion a little, but more about your gender, the men folk. Hmm. Do you think that in a patriarchal society like Nigeria, if the men... Like the same question I asked you on Tuesday about religious leaders. If the men came out and stood up and said, we are not in support of this practice. Don't you think it would be quicker for us to end the practice of FGM if we have men actually speaking? Because in Nigeria, we tend to listen to what the men say. They say the man is the head of the family. He's raising his eyebrows at me like, eh, which Nigeria? <laughs> Let's hear your views, sir. Was it on Tuesday? Let me just do a quick flashback. Okay. Uh, you, you're having a discussion during the um, the other news. Yes. Talking about someone. OBS, Ekwesili. Yeah, yes, saying yes. men cause all the problem in Nigeria. Mm. Okay. Well, here we go again. <laughs> all right. Now, you're expecting men to fix the problems too, mm, right? Mm. Good. Now, um... I am a man. I'm yes. here talking about FGM, FGM. ending FGM. Uh, it tells you there are a couple of guys out there, I mean, good number of guys out there that are also championing, I mean, this particular cause. It's more of an advocacy because you want to ask, what does the man stand to gain, actually, mm. anyway? Mm. But then I have a daughter. Mm-hmm. I have a daughter personally, too. So when I look at her and I'm like, hello, would I sit down and allow someone mutilate a genitalia. No, that, that would be total no. So if I wouldn't want that for my own daughter, why not go out and sensitize other people who are about to do it? Mm. And um, uh, let me quickly drop this. It, it, it's quite quiet to note that um, this is not just about people who are not lettered. Yes, because people, people think it's only exactly. in the rural communities. Exactly. No. 
I mean, so we, we've seen people fly their daughters from, I mean, the States, I mean, Canada, from Europe, UK. into the country just to come circumcise them in Nigeria because Indeed. they know they won't allow them to do it there. Yes. I mean, no hospital will allow you to do it. I mean, they will never allow you. So they fly them in, perform the stuff here, and then take them back. I mean, you, you want to ask questions. You already know this thing is wrong. Well, because, you know, I, I mean, so, it's my so I mean, back to your question, are men championing? Yes. But can we do more? That's a mm. big yes. I mean, we should do more. I mean, men should go out there all out and let people know. Because if you look at it, I mean, from the religious angle, we have more, I mean, it's more of a masculine-dominated, I mean, section of the environment. When, when you look at the religious circles, both in Islam and, and Christian, Christianity, Christianity, more men than you see women. more men, okay? So we expect more men to do more. I mean, get to talk more about these things. You see people, you encourage them. Alaja mentioned something very important, which I picked from. Uh, as she mentioned that um, they are suggesting uh, that religious leaders should include it in premarital counseling. Yes. Very important. Yes. I mean, you, we should not wait till people have the baby. Hmm. Tell them ahead, okay, that, okay, you just got married. You, we pray you have kids. When you get to have a girl, do not circumcise the girl. And you let them know why. I mean, I was just thinking about it. Oh, wow. That, 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 that sounds... That's good. I mean, that's, you know. I mean you, you prevent it ahead mm. of time. Not that, you know, someone just gave birth and probably someone already concluded. If probably some, they've even paid the person to that come and do That is going to come and do it. And that one is just waiting to earn his money. Okay? So he pays to tell people ahead. And as many as are listening to this, this is an opportunity to reach out to folks that you know are about to get married or people just got, got married or someone you know is pregnant mm. and, you know, mm. and all that. So we have... A lot of work to do. And like I said on Tuesday, everyone in this country, say they're a Christian or a Muslim or a traditionalist. Indeed. One way or another, even the atheist in Nigeria that claims he does not know God listens to one pastor imam. Mm, mm. Whether you like it or not, you will shout, listen, as long as you are listening to radio, you will, you know, you are watching TV, you are one way or another listening to one religious leader. So if the religious leaders decide to take it up, Okay, if we decide to go all out and let people know, I think in a very short while we should be able to reduce drastically the, the, the incidence of female genital mutilation in our environment. Now, do you think that the religious organizations, Muslim, Christian, can come in to help women that have suffered because of the effects of FGM? Mm. What do I mean by that? Those that have been ostracized from their families, mm. those that have suffered maybe VVF, for example, and their husbands have chased them out. What kind of um, reforms do we have for women like that? The government, obviously. It's not doing the needful in many capacities. So we have to look at the next more, most organized institution in this country, and I think it will be the religious institutions. I know that we are still a long way away, but what kind of things? Do you think maybe safe houses maybe are things that we should be looking into? I want to tell you a story that I got told sure. about a couple in Ibadan here. Um, both educated, like we were saying. Husband is a graduate, wife is a graduate. Wife works in the mm. bank. And they've had two kids already. Okay. When the woman was at work, they came, took the girls, circumcised them. So she had the third child. And because of her experience with her first two, she was holding on to that third mm. one. Like, ah, no. When she's going in the morning, she drops the kid off her crush, makes sure she picks up her child herself. Now, that child is about four years old. Mm. When grandma, not that it's the husband's family that is doing the circumcising. Okay. When grandma comes over, grandma does not buy anything for this child, does not carry the child, is literally treating because the child. Yes. <laughs> like the child has, an, has a disease. Mm. Now, this lady is thinking, maybe I should just surrender this girl. 
It will make her life easier and my life easier too with my husband's family. In that kind of situation, what would we advise that kind of woman to do? We can't say leave your husband, but at the same time, she does not feel safe and she's worried that her child won't be safe. Let let me start from this area. We're in the area of... um Gender-based violence, people mm. running advocacy and gender-based violence. Either way, it's not. This one is not about husband beating wife alone. Mm. Some that women too are the women stabbing their husband and it's trending and all that. Now, this thing does not just start overnight. Mm. Every marriage is pre-educated on one or two things. I mean, people have chemistry, they proceed into biology, <laughs> and try to formalize it physically, <laughs> physics. Okay? Now, when all this happens, I mean say love is blind mm. so most times you there's this blind spot to any bad thing or not too good thing in the um behavioral bank mm. of your spouse as it were so you tend not to see it but then <laughs> married within one two years you get to begin to see some things and cracks begin to show up now when this happens the moment you see the slightest evidence of a crack the right thing to do is to seek counseling mm. Straight to the question you asked, when the woman observed that, I mean, they want to circumcise this child and it's becoming a stigma on that particular daughter, the right thing to do is to look for persons that she knows her husband will listen to. Okay. Okay, the religious leaders, family elders, that will be reasonable. Now, I've always told people, I said, in every nonsense, there's sense. Just mm. get rid of the none. So, when you gather people and you say, everybody's looking at this side, check, check properly. There's always someone who is thinking differently. There's mm. always someone who knows the right thing. So, go get that person and bring the person in. See, in that kind of, in that kind of situation, you need a third party. Because mm. I know a lot of folks will say, ah, no, no, don't involve third party in your marriage. And they are beating you. You are going with red eyes, using <laughs> mascara to cover. You know, and all that. My friend, involve third party, save your life. Aha. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So, in this kind of situation where you notice anything going on, like for that, for example, that particular situation, I'm sure probably there are Muslims, they go to mosque on Friday, invite the imam. Ah, <laughs> Alaji, please help involve, talk to my husband. Dude. This is what is going on. This is what. And I'll say, ah, ah, what do you mean? Call your husband. And that would be settled. But then, her trying to solve it herself, mm. she will, she I can assure you, she's going up against a brick wall. Mm. Okay, so in situations like that, when you know you can't handle it yourself, get go for a third party who you know that your husband or maybe the mother of the husband and all that, the mother-in-law, will listen to. I can assure you there are always people like that everywhere in the world. If you can't get them physically, get them on phone and make sure you get them to involve and seriously solve that problem for you on time before mm. it gets out of hand. Mm. Very nicely said. I want to open up the studio line so that the people of Ibadan can be a part of this conversation. Wherever you're listening to us on Fresh 105.9 FM. This is the Hot Topic on the Road Show with Rolake. I've got Pastor Ogumbawale in the building. And we had Elijah Olosho in the building as well. We are talking female genital mutilation. And we're looking at it from the religious point of view. What Christianity says, what Islam says. Right now, if you want to be a part of the show, all you have to do is call us on the studio. Studio line 080-3232-1059-080-777-1059. You can drop comments on Twitter or Facebook if you prefer. And if you've experienced this personally and you would like to share your story, you'd like to tell us what you went through, whether you believe or don't believe that we should stop this kind of practice, feel free to call and share your opinions with us. Hello, good evening. Hello. Yes, good evening. Yes, your name, please, and where are you calling me from? This is Mrs. 
Mrs. Adeze on the line. Wow, welcome on the show, Mrs. Adeze. Nice to have you on the show today. Thank you very much. <laughs> I, I didn't believe in saying that being circumcised uh, women that make them to be a prosecutor or Promiscuous. be white. Mm. Yes, I didn't believe that because. Far back, the type of business I do, mm. I do go to protel. Okay. You know, and I knew many, many of them, many of them that they're into that, mm. they're living in the protel, mm. and they are circumcised. Mm. Then why, why are they there? Mm. If, if doing that to make you not to have feelings of a woman, not to be mis- uh, misbehaving mm. or going after a man. Then those ones in the protest, what are they doing there? <laughs> Good question. What, what, what are they doing there? Are they are they watching their fellow women? It's for men. That's why they are there, and that's why they call them a protest. So I didn't believe in that, and they should stop it. And the type of my job as mm. a nurse, okay. I've been seeing it in the hospital. Okay. It's real. It's mm. the women that does that they suffer a lot. Mm. Me that handling them. On time of their pregnancy, delivering, and all this is even though me that is taking care of that delivery, mm. my hands suffer it. Mm. My hands always smell rod on it. Mm. Before I finish that, mm. I will have I know how to I know I will, I will have to take care of that my hand before I can be able to make use of it. They suffer a lot because it's like it's like when you when you have a rubber a rubber band. Mm. You know, when you have a rubber band, when you draw it, you it's ex- Yes. You will expand. Yes. But have you, have you, have you tried one day and put inside resin? Mm. And when you put inside resin and bring it out, you know that that's, that's, that thing they cause it there. It cannot work again. Yes. The next thing you will just be cutting. Yes. So that is how exactly that place is. Mm. They, they mm. don't understand. They have to, they have to put this in. They have to bring agents and people to even though in churches mm. in mouths to I I so much love what that mommy said. Yes. That they are putting it both in their names and all this thing mm. they want to put it. I'll be so much happy if they can do it. Mm. I'll be happy. I'll be happy because many of women have passed through that because of it. Yes. Many of women have suffered, they don't enjoy their husband. You mm. see some of them their, their husband will be going outside looking for those that have not done that. Mm, eh? mm. And you are suffering it because of what you did not know and what you don't know how when they did it. Mm. So let it be an example for we that uh, we mothers now. We yes. should not do it for our children. Thank you very much. Marese, thank you so much for being a part of the show. You know I appreciate you as always. Thank you very much for calling and for being a part of the show. Hello, good evening. Yeah, Is that faith from Akimori? Yeah, right. Welcome on board. Let's have your contribution. Yeah, I greet you, Pastor, and the Lord will bless your memory. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. Amen. You, you have good segue. And thank God, I think I had this in the news yesterday mm. that uh, the government have given an order that nobody should even practice this thing again. So I don't think any, anybody will do it again now because we have all know and hear, hear about the consequences. Mm. Because when, when we are talking about and I, and I, I said, ah, mm. everything, everything, women, 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 women. 
if at all, if at all you want to stop them from doing all these things, it is their life. If you like, you do it at the time you don't supposed to do it. You don't know but that does not tell you to be adding what we affect them in the future. Mm. That is why some of them, they find it to, to get pregnant and that's how they say, yeah, mm. uh, God is speaking. We don't even check mm. from, the, from, 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 the, uh, from the origin what really happened. What has your parents put to, 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 to you? So our, our parents just need to go. And thank God, this, this is the jet age, this is the new age. Everybody has nowhere that this thing is not good. But to some little, little people that are still doing it because as I'm telling you, there are some people that are still doing it. Mm. No, they are not much. But with this body, God has, the government has given to everyone. I think everybody will listen. And at least if anybody wants to do it for anybody, they will shout out so that they won't put themselves in trouble in the future. Mm. Thank you very much, Faith from Akimori. Always a pleasure having you on the show. Now, if you were listening to the road show last night, then you know that I spoke about FGM and I spoke about the legal point of view. From the year 2015, in the administration of President Goodluck Jonathan, a bill was passed, um, Violence Against Persons Prohibition Bill. It was passed in 2015, and the essence of that bill was to treat issues like female genital mutilation, um, violence against persons and this will be considered violence against persons in this time in this instance the girl child or the woman then we also have the child rights act as well which protects the children in this instance the female child from anybody that perpetrates genital mutilation or cutting on those children but can you believe that all over nigeria since that bill has been passed not one person has gone to court, not one person has been arrested, and we know for a fact that this is still practiced widely all over Nigeria. I gave you some statistics. They say an average of 20 million Nigerian girls between the ages of 15 and 49 have been mutilated. They said every 10 seconds, a young girl in the world is is under risk of getting mutilated or caught. So I say this to you to let you know, yes, you might not hear about it, because people don't talk about it openly, but it is being done. You heard when Pastor Ogumbawale told you about how people bring their kids back from the UK, from all different parts of the world, to come and get them circumcised in Nigeria. We even call it summer cutting. It has become so bad that the UK authorities noticed, and they make sure that teachers in schools abroad, after the summer holiday, take pay attention to the young girls to make sure while they were on holiday, that wasn't done to them. They say on average Average yearly 60,000 young girls in the United Kingdom are still suffering from female genital mutilation. In Africa, Ethiopia is the country that is most um, is guilty, most guilty for this practice. In Nigeria, Ebony State is the state that is most guilty for this practice. And in the southwest of the country, it is actually Ekiti. Yes, Ekiti State. Then Oyo is shortly close after. Right after Oyo, we have Lagos, and then we have Oshun. Ijebu people are the only people in Yoruba land that do not circumcise their daughters. Shout out to the Omalares. Eh, are you Ijebu? Uh, don't mention. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know our pastor. BYZ2 yesterday, we were talking about it. She was bragging. I was like, okay, 
Awa ijesha, kila feshi, awa toyo, awa egba. All over Yoruba land it is practiced. We are thankful that I guess with education, with more sensitization, we hopefully can reduce it and end it in one generation, which mm-hmm. is 25 to 30 years. Let's take another call. Hello, good evening. Hello, good evening. Hi, what's your name, please, and where are you calling from tonight? My name is Dotun. I'm calling from University of Ibadan. Hi, Dotun. Nice to have you on the show. Let's have your contribution. Yeah, my question is, um, no, there are effects about this um, female genital mutilation. Okay. Um, is there um, a kind of um, program to, you know, be in place by the government yes. to give them psychological balance? You know, they are messed up. Hmm. Is there a kind of program? Now, this is the thing. The government, I can't direct you to one place in particular to go, but there are NGOs that actually take care of the survivors. We don't even like to call them victims. We call them survivors. There are NGOs all around the country that if you want um, counseling, you can go to, talk to them about it. They can examine you to know which type has been committed on you or practiced on you. And I also know for a fact that those that suffer from VVF, which is vaginal vistula, it is free to get that operation mm-hmm. in all the vistular clinics across the country. I am sure if you go to one of those clinics and you ask about counseling, they'll be able to push you in the right direction. Thank you. Uh, you're Thank welcome. You. You're welcome. I hope I was able yeah, to. My, yeah, my shout-out to the pastor. Thank you, pastor. You're welcome. Thank you so much. <laughs> yes, yeah. guys. All the way from University of Ibadan. Greatest book, book. Your head is there. Thank you very much. I appreciate your contribution. Ah, yes, so that's a valid question. What happens to the survivors? What happens to those that this has been done to? Where do we direct them to? I went, I was somewhere, and I was in a group of maybe 20 women. Of these 20 women, while we were having that conversation, it was at that point, 13 of the 20 realized they had been mutilated. And I'm talking about women in their 30s, some in their 40s. They didn't know because nobody goes around asking other girls, let me look at you. Let me see your own. 13 out of 20 just realized that they had been mutilated. Some of them were making statements like, ah, when my husband tries, I never understood why Mm. they didn't get it. They just realized during that conversation that their parts were not all there. That's how deep it is. Hello, good evening. Yeah, good evening. Yes, sir. What's your name, please, and where are you calling from? Yeah, my name is Tunde. I'm calling from Challenge. Hi, Tunde. Nice to have you on the show. Let's have your contribution. Yeah, yeah that's good. That's good. So, you see, I, I'm of opinion that people should respect the way God created them. Mm. You know? Mm. God that created human beings way they are, you know, being born. God has done everything. Everything. Mm. And I want to ask a question. Does okay. it mean that if a man is not circumcised mm. or a woman is not circumcised, does mm. it mean that they will not give birth? That's one question. Okay. So, <laughs> if they will give birth, mm. then why are we changing things? Mm. Why are we you don't even need to call uh, the pastor or the Imam or whoever they should be. I, I think what they should be on the radio to talk about is that look, God that created everybody created you naturally in a very beautiful way. Mm. I think the only thing we need to be maintaining is our hair. Every other thing is made natural. Mm. Natural and like the, the the best person that gave the the person that gave the best uh, uh, comments was mm. that lady that lady 
uh, the nurse. That one that says the nurse. Yes. Like she said, when a woman wants to give birth, mm. that area, like elastic, mm. can expand. Indeed. You understand? But mm. when it is already cut off, mm. and there's no way it can be expanded again, mm. everywhere is tight. Mm. You need to start doing all this cutting off. Exactly. Yeah, so they should know. Let every woman know that if you want to give birth to easily, even if the baby's head is big or the baby is big, that area forms an elastic mm. uh, which can easily, you know, allow you know uh, uh, easy bath. Yes. That's that. Then finally, now we don't know anybody mm. that is doing that. Mm. In fact, it's not. It's not. Uh, it's not religious. Mm. It's not religious. Mm. So kudos to Igbo people. <laughs> okay. Even Ondo people, you didn't mention Ondo people. Ondo people, we don't do that. Hmm. Yeah. The so, statistics don't. The statistics say otherwise, sir. I would have mentioned, but unfortunately, parts of Ondo circumcise their daughters. Well, let's 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 start educating these people now. Mm. Let's start educating people. You know, now mm. I think this is time to start educating them. Indeed, because people will do it. Particularly, I say this is my daughter now. Call the person. Come and do it, Jerry. Mm. And then the daughter cannot talk because it's too small. Yes, you know. And then nobody's going to talk. They mm. will just be secretly. Mm. No, in this part of the world now. Indeed, indeed. And that's that. Nobody's going to start checking your vagina to see whether you, you have this or you don't have that. Mm. You know? mm. So, but I think it's better to, to, to give punishment, you know, to, to those who have done that. And how? Mm. You have to deny that of some certain things. You know, like in those days, I'm sure if you want to go to school of nothing, for instance, the virgin will give you, you know, uh, a special mark for you. Okay. Virgin. Want to go through school of nursing? Okay. But when you start doing that, too, if you are already been circumstance, mm. it's, it's a failure. It's, it's a failure in a way, you know. You know. I understand so, what you are saying, but you know we can't do that because we'll be inevitably punishing yeah, people. About, yeah, the only story we are talking about radio. What, what's the yes, what, what this law they are passing? They are not passing the right law. Mm. That's not even if that one does not really mean anything. Then then they pass the law. One that would do, do something. Yeah, that will do something to people. People have written proposals, thousands and thousands of proposals. They are saying it's not in APC line of battle, it's not in PDP line of uh, mm. whatever, whatever. So you see, government should pay more attention. In fact, hello. I'm with you, we're listening. I would like to see this opportunity now. Okay. For government to create in each state, we should create uh, uh, ideas, grooming, you know, committees. Like, like an idea hub. Where people come together, think uh, about uh, it, okay? Uh, yes, once in a month, hmm. all the senatorial people let in each state, all those three senators, get back to that town, sit down there, then we ask questions, we tell them, we come with proposals. Then let them take that proposal and sit on it and fight for us there in Abuja. Hmm. Because you, you, you can imagine what happened. Uh, did you hear what happened in all those states, officer? Mm-hmm. When militants yeah. you know, brought out those guns and all those things, what are they going to do with those people now? Those people are hijacking millions uh, on the, you know, as pirates and uh, the kidnapping people and making millions. How much salary do they want to give to those people now? Don't tell me. <laughs> what, what job do they want to give to them? Mr. Tunde, I've got to stop you right there. I want to say thank you so we can give others a chance to yeah, contribute so as well. Let say something better. All these uh, genetics. If you love God, you will love the way God created you. Mm. You will not change it. Mm. You will not change it. Oh, you people, they don't cut that thing, you know. I'm mm. telling you the truth. 
I agree. I enjoyed my girlfriend. <laughs> On that note, I say thank you very much. Keep yeah. enjoying. I appreciate yeah. your contribution. Yeah. I mean, he's made some valid points. Everybody complains about how the system in this country doesn't really work for us. Mm. But I want to be the government's um, advocate for once. This is unusual. <laughs> but let me be their advocate. The laws have been put in place. If we don't report anybody, exactly. how would they know when this is being perpetrated? So we are the ones that need to educate ourselves, talk to ourselves in our small communities, our large communities, keep talking about the disadvantages of FGM. It has no medical benefit whatsoever. Even if you do not take anything else away today, remember that you are made perfectly and beautifully the way you are. And um, the question, can a man give birth, can he uh, impregnate someone without... Being circumcised, obviously. That's a big yes. Definitely. That's a big yes. The only uh, advocate for... People who advocate for circumcising men, actually, is a case of neatness. Because that particular uh, shaft, it, it covers a particular part of the body. And if you're not very neat... You might not take the time to clean exactly. it the way so it should be cleaned. So jams could build and all that. But if you are very, very neat... You could keep it and you'll be okay. I mean, there are millions of men around the world that that haven't been circumcised. Let me add that. You know, when it comes to circumcision, it is actually the three monotheistic religions that really believe in it. So Islam, Christianity, and Judaism. And that is in reference to circumcising men. Don't go away saying, well, like I said, the three. No, no, no. Nowhere in those three religions does it say that you should mutilate your female child. It's 9.49 on the clock. We'll take one more call and I'm out of here. Yeah. Hello, good evening. Hello. Hi there. Uh, is a call back. Welcome back, you know, ma'am. We Nigeria will like money. Mm-hmm. If we can do second whistleblower, <laughs> <laughs> they would they, they go to call police. <laughs> hey, second. I'm, I'm, telling, I'm telling you the truth. If they can do the second whistleblower, you see that many people who come and they will, they will arrest many. But because there is no money involved, so nobody will talk. <laughs> Thank you very much, ma'am. You are right. My people get motivated by financial incentives. Yes, people, it's 9.49 on the clock right here on Fresh 105.9 FM. Hello, good evening. Hello, good evening. This is Mr. Amo from Nigeria. Very nice to have you on the show, Mrs. Amo. Let's have your contribution. Please, I want to know the advantages and the disadvantages of being mutilated. Is it true that when you are mutilated, you will not enjoy sex? Yes. And again, I have two daughters. Okay. My first daughter is five years now. Yes, ma. The the vagina do each eye every time, and my mother-in-law is said that we should go and circumcise her. And is it true that the place is itching her every time because she's not mutilated? That was just my question. Okay. Thank you. To answer your two questions, first question is, would you get sexual gratification if as a woman you've been mutilated? And I can tell you that categorically. No, you won't. No, you won't. Second question yeah. about your daughter. That is probably some sort of infection. Get her to the doctor or to a nurse, and they'll tell you what kind of ointment you need. She's not itching because she has not been circumcised. Exactly. Because there are millions of women in the world, even in Nigeria here, that have not been circumcised, and they're not walking around the streets scratching themselves. That's probably an infection. We live in a hot country, so it could be candida, it could be vaginal bacteriosis. There are so many things. It could just be a yeast infection. Get your daughter to the hospital. Do not take her to an unicola. Do not take her to anybody that will <laughs> mutilate her. It has no health benefits. And 
if you've been listening, there could be complications as well. Exactly. So I beg you, I'm even going to take your number so I can keep calling you to make sure you do not take <laughs> your daughter anywhere, please. I'm sorry, please, a question again. Okay. I don't, I don't really enjoy this thing with my own. Is it because I'm circumcised, circumcised or what? Are you, cir- are, you, are you circumcised? Yes, I heard that I'm circumcised. Well, that could be the reason. But we can talk about it. Like I said, Ma, I'm going to take your number so I can have this conversation with you off the radio. Is that okay? Thank you very much. Thank you very much. And thank you for asking and being open as well with us. I appreciate you. Yes, so you heard from our last caller, Mrs. Amo. That sort of just summarizes every single thing we've discussed on the show today. Even if everything I've said does not encourage you or convince you, if everything Pastor Gumbawale has said has not convinced you, everything Alaji Olosho has said has not convinced you, please be convinced with all the facts that we've laid on the table today. Hello, good evening. Very good. Very good. Thank you very much. For the last time, my name is Tony, the man I called before. <laughs> Welcome back. Don't not, talk about your not. girlfriend in Germany. Wait, wait, no, 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 no. <laughs> that woman, that, that woman that called, that yes. man that called before. Yes. She's the, the one that said this would blow and everything. Yes. That woman, she's a very intelligent Very intelligent woman. woman. She understands very Nigerian people. Absolutely, but very intelligent. Okay, that's that. This other lady, tell her mm. if she circumcised the daughter. In case she wants to give back, mm. if there's no extra meat around, they are likely to cut her open. Mm. Not the likely. They will her cut her open. Okay, now, she's saying uh, uh, the thing it is, uh, whatever. God that created, God that created us. Hello? Yes, we're listening. Yeah, God that created us. Nobody. In fact, Muslim, uh, you are saying the infections or dirty will come around the man's whatever if they don't call the thing it's for neatness you mean are you telling me now that god created us dirty or for all the, no that thing is god that created us there's nothing god has created us perfectly we should not change it hmm. if i reject them doing this for me <laughs> no, no 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 i hear you i, I hear you preference mm. i don't want to be changed mm. no forget about girlfriend i don't want to change things I love the way, if you love God, you love the way God created you. No changing of anything. If anybody's saying you have to change something, the person is not good. It's going to help fire out. Mm. Thank so you very I much, sir. Thank you well, so yes. much. Yes. Guys, I am out of time for today. It's 9.54 on the clock. I want to say thank you once again to my pastor, Pastor Gumbo Wale, and to Alajia Olosho. Thank you very much. And I want you to know, like I told you, you're part of Fresh FM family. If we're going to be talking about this again, you know I'm going to be calling you categorically to come on the show and discuss it. Thank you to every single person that's been a part of the Hot Topic today. A quick reminder that Fresh FM's Father Christmas show begins tomorrow, 1st of December. So I hope to see you guys here, and we're going to drag it all the way till the 24th of December. My name is Rola Kebelo. They call me the girl with the golden voice. If you have any questions, if you want to reach me, you know how to find me on Twitter. It's at Rolly Bello. On Instagram, it's the same thing. But don't forget to tag at FreshFM Ibadon. And with that, guys, I sign out with a kiss for you, 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 and you. Thank you very much for hanging. And we've got to pay some bills right now. So straight to a commercial break. And the king of the ninth show will be with you. This is 105.9 Fresh FM. 
Fresh 105.9 FM Invigorated. Everyday Hey, what's up? It's your girl Tiwa Savage, and the Pepsi 50CL plastic bottle is now back at 100 naira. So, no shaking, carry go. Pepsi, you give me goosebumps all over, all over. Fresh 105.9 FM Loni te ba wako E ma muti te ba muti E ma wako E ni wako to mori dele ni kalu yoni nwe u A ni shofu e mi toma toma Download the Fresh FM app on your Android phone, tablet to listen to Fresh FM anywhere in the world. To download, go to Google Play Store and App Store. Search for Fresh FM Nigeria. Tap and install for free. Follow the on-screen instructions, complete the installation, and get our content. 
in, in real, real time. time. The Fresh FM Radio app is all in one. You can listen live, watch us live, see our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram posts, and news updates. The Fresh FM Nigeria mobile app can be downloaded on Android and iOS. As you use the Fresh FM app, review and rate our app. We're available 24-7 for more updates. Thank you for choosing Fresh as the best with Ocrest. Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready? You are fresh. Radio like never before. Live from Eva. Nigeria. Fresh FM. Hi, this is Bruno Mars. Hi, it's Ed Sheeran. Hey, it's Taylor Swift. What's going on, everybody? This is Neil. Hello, this is Maroon 5. Hello, I am Ellie Golding. Hi, I'm Calvin Hodges. Hey, what's up? It's Rihanna, and you're listening to Fresh FM. 105.9.